clap hands, everybody, for the Philadelphia 76ers. Ladies and gentlemen, we have finally arrived at the moment we've been waiting for since this trade has happened. James Harden has dressed up in front of the Philadelphia 76ers faithful at the Wells Fargo Center. And what a showing. This is very similar to what we saw the previous two games. Uh, James Harden has really brought this imagination for Sixers fans. We are thinking parade. We are thinking finals. And it's not just so much his game, but what he has unlocked for the Philadelphia 76ers. And tonight, another dominating performance, 125 uh, to 108. And this was a performance. I'm sorry, 123 to 108. This was a performance tonight uh, for the Sixers that it did not start off in the way we anticipated and and the Knicks caught the Sixers on the on their back heels. And look, we just played these guys Sunday. Literally, we played these guys uh, two days or three days ago. Either you're not going to expect for it to go the same exact way that it is on Sunday afternoon. But the Sixers made adjustments. They got efficient shooting the ball, and they made the right right. Uh, they they took the efficient shots, and we won the game. We took over this game in that second half. So. Oh, man, what an exciting right now. Oh, my God, let's get straight to it, guys. Uh, welcome, everyone. This is the Sixers versus the Knicks game recap. Of course, I'm your host, episode Philly. Thank you so much for tuning on in, guys. If you are new to the channel and you guys are enjoying the content, number one, hit that like button. That would really mean the world to me. And, of course, if you are a Philly sports fan, consider subscribing. We do a lot of Philly sports co uh, coverage on here, so make sure you guys subscribe and never miss out on any of that. If you are more of a podcast listener, no worries. We do rebroadcast all these videos in podcast form. You can find it under Oyen Philly Sports. You can find it wherever you stream podcasts. And, of course, we got TikTok in the building here today. What's happening, TikTok? What's going on? I'm sure you guys are super excited as well. Do me a solid, TikTok. Real quick, keep tapping that screen away. Let's get some more Sixers fans in the building. And, of course, if you haven't already, make sure you guys follow for some more Philly Sports content as well. What's up? We got Mike in the building. What's happening, Mike? We got Ryan checking on in. What's good with you, my brother? What's going on, man? Mike, no worries, brother. No worries. We we will have people on tonight. Give me one second. I'll give the instruction. There we got PJ in the building. What's up, PJ? What's happening, my brother? What's going on? We got uh we got Juan in the building. What's happening, Juan? We got that Jalen Hurts. Hey, Hurts season. What's going on, my man? What's happening, my man? Great win. Absolutely. Uh Felix Figueroa, I'm I don't have time to transfer that over. We got a, we got a whole recap here to do. But hey, Felix, real easy. If you head to the link in my bio, you can come on in here. And I'll put the link in just one second. I'll explain that in a second, man. I uh, know I'm not going to the Brooklyn and Sixers game. Uh, what's happening? I'm going to Bucks Sixers. Let's go. Everyone get excited. I hope, I hope everyone's finding those tickets. If you guys did go to the game, let me know um, what you, the the amount of difficulty or and and also how expensive uh, those tickets were. This is just the Knicks. I mean, I'm, I'm expecting the Bucks like Juan is going to, or especially the Nets game. It's going to be outrageous. Uh, so let me know what you guys are thinking. Um, I will say, start it off. I, I do want to call out the crowd. I thought the crowd was kind of uh, nonchalant, if I'm being quite honest with you guys. Uh, look, I was expecting playoff atmosphere, and look, the crowd was full. I mean, there was a lot of people. I mean, Mill in the building. Um, I, I saw M Light, M Light, uh, Shyamalan was in the building as well, and we it was a full crowd. But dude, like. James Harden. This is the first game. Like I would expect it to be erupting. Like I felt, I've seen more lively atmospheres at the Wells Fargo Center. Just because it was full doesn't mean it was a lively crew. And and look, I'll be straight on. I'll be completely honest with you guys. The prices these days for Sixers tickets are going to continue going up, and they're going to get more expensive. And 
you know, we're we're, we're going to have the higher class people heading into the to the Wells Fargo Center. We're not we might not get the, that lively crowd. And that's just my thoughts and how I feel about it. But come on, guys, if you're heading to the game, if you got to get drunk, whatever, don't act like an asshole. That's number one. But if you really do need to get drunk to get lively for a game, do what you got to do. But come on. This is supposed to be the cathedral. This is supposed to be a home court advantage. I honestly feel like tonight really wasn't a home court advantage. We will start out with the fans. Y'all need to step it up. You guys call out the players, right? So now we got to call out the fans. Y'all need to step it up. We need to make that a full home court advantage for sure. But let's get straight to this game. Um, first half between these two. And like I mentioned, there's a lot of familiarity. And Doc mentioned it in 2020. Uh, what am I saying? That was, or, that was last year, essentially. <laughs> There's a lot of back-to-backs, right? There's a lot of teams you're facing off at the same time. Um, we had a couple matchups like that. I think the Hornets, and I'm not going to get into that, but um, you, you mentioned something interesting. When you're playing a back-to-back with the same team, it's a great matchup because there's not much that you can disguise or change up um, heading into that second matchup. They already saw everything that you threw at them. So similar here today where the Knicks kind of knew what the Sixers were going to try to do. Tibbs did some nice adjustments in this game. Obviously didn't last too long, but I, I it was led the offensively. It was really led by Julius Randle. He really found in his spots today. Um, and teams have been doing a good job defensively. That's why there's been a decline when Julius, I still, you know, we talked about a lot on Sunday. I still think Julius Randle really solid basketball player. Um, he's just getting figured out and the Hawks kind of set that blueprint for him. Um, trying to drive him to the left. Uh, trying to force him into those double teams. He's not really good at passing out of those double teams, kind of like uh, Joel Embiid. Uh, but he really set the tone. And the Knicks went on a couple of different runs. They got as big of a lead as 16 points. And the Sixers were just not taking the right shots. Uh, costly turnovers, just not playing smart basketball. And the Knicks really took advantage of it. However, the end of the second half, end of the second quarter, Sixers did start, you know, make a little bit of a comeback, and they cut the lead to seven, heading into halftime. And second half. I don't know what Doc's adjustments have been, but it worked again here on, on this app on this night. Uh, the Sixers came out guns a blazing. Joel Embiid starts the half with with uh, putting up a three. Um, we get a couple. Uh, we get a couple threes from Joel. You get a three from Matisse Thybul, a three from George's Niang, and a three from James Harden. That was a seven threes by the Sixers or six threes by the Sixers in that quarter, and and they they stay at that point. Started again the rhythm. Started to feel themselves in the fourth quarter. They they pretty much ran away with this. Um, James Harden behind James Harden, I really felt like in that quarter, um, leading the leading the charge offensively. The Sixers were number one, knocking down shots. They would have confidence, and more importantly, they were having so much freaking fun. You could see the, the the sidelines and how happy and excited they were. The the crowd started getting a little bit more livelier at that point. Um, but you know, when you got you know, it's like two minutes left. It's the game's out of hand. You got James Harden throwing. Um, full court passes all the way to Matisse Thybul, looking like Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith, and Matisse is yamming it down. Um, there was a lot of fun, a uh, lot of fun moments in that fourth quarter. The the, the pick and roll that was put that, that went to uh, Joel and Joel. It looked like he was about to alley oop to Tease, but instead it was uh, he he he, he, he shot the ball essentially, but it looked like it was going to be an alley oop. Or how about Tyrese Maxey doing a 360 in the air, then putting up a three and making it, and the crowd just goes wild. It, it, there was a lot of fun moments here tonight, and um, this this team is tough to stop, man. It's that is that is the that that is an understatement. This team is hard to stop when you got James Harden um, being the offensive juggernaut that he is. Joel Embiid the MVP and looked like the MVP again tonight. 
And then you got Tyrese Maxey really stepping up in that third role with a lot of space for him to kind of maneuver and do what he does best and drive into the paint, knocking out shots from three-point line. Uh, Tobias Harris got, got, got hot at the, at the end of the game here, but uh, let's start with Joel and beats that line. 27 points leading all scorers. It was really close. The big, the, the quote-unquote big three for the Sixers tonight really put up uh, similar points tonight. But Joel, 27, 7 of 15 from the field, 2 of 4 from the three-point line, 11 of 13 from the free throw line. And ladies and gentlemen, he had, a, yet again, another double-double as he put up 12 boards for the Sixers. Um, and and for JoJo, again, figuring, figuring out um, the play with James Harden. But these two really are figuring it out as these games go on. It's a it's been a lot of fun to watch and and for Joel, we talked about how Tyrese has been the main uh, benefactor from having uh, James Harden on this team, but Joel Embiid, the, the so much pressure being alleviated of him, everyone's shooting shots, everyone's now it, it's the you get you get the pass, you put up the shot, and everyone's starting to figure that out, and that's leaving so much great one on one opportunities for Joel. The Knicks were starting to <clears throat> we're starting a double team him here tonight, but then you leave guys like Tyrese Maxey open. You leave George's Niang open. Heck, how do you leave James Harden open? New York, how do you leave him wide open? I will say that Joel at times struggled with that matchup with Julius Randle. Julius is a strong mother effort, right? And so he can he can match Joel in the paint with with that strength that he has. Um, and 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 I think that's that's one matchup that Joel's going to want to get back. But at the end of the day, he won the game, which is obviously the most important part. Um, James Harden with 26 points tonight. Um, he almost had a double. Uh, he almost had a triple double, ladies and gentlemen. Nine boards, nine assists. But he was eight of 13 from the field, two of four from the uh, two of six from the three point line, eight of 10 from uh, from the free throw line. And look, James at the beginning of this game was not knocking down his shots. He was missing a couple of those those quick easy bunnies. And for James, listen, you 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 heard him speak, and if you watched him before the game. There were some jitters for him. He was excited. He was ready to play in front of the the, Phil, the Philly faithful, and he he knocked out those jitters after a while. Started getting comfortable. Started knocking down those shots. And by the end of this game, my man, it looked like he was in his twentieth uh, game with in in, in, uh, in a Sixers uniform at the Wells Fargo Center. Um, but uh, again, overall, um, I've been loving what I've been seeing uh, from James Harden and, and the the uh, it just more importantly what he's been done doing doing for these teammates. Is really the 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 true story here for the Sixers. Tyrese Maxey again, what a performance by him! Twenty five point seven to twelve from the field, four of six from three point line, seven of eight from the free throw line, and he was doing a little bit of everything here tonight. Driving to the paint, hitting those three point shots, like I mentioned, four threes tonight for Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Curry, as I said at one point tonight, man, it, he is a he's a he's a breath of fresh air. Literally a breath of fresh air. Always smiling, always having fun, enjoying tonight. Going up against his former Kentucky mate Emmanuel quickly. You got Coach Cal in the sidelines, um, hugging his his former uh, guards at Kentucky. And Maxi, Maxi's been the main benefactor of Harden in town for sure. But my God, Tyrese Maxi continuing his improvement. Uh, Tobias Harris, like I mentioned, fourteen points. He was five of ten from the field, two of three from the three point line, and he was two of two from the free throw line uh, with seven boards as well. And for Toby, again, he's he's been. Uh, He's starting to figure out his new role with this team. He's got to. He's got to be when he gets that ball. He's got to release. It's got to be quick, decisive moves with uh, Tobias Harris now with James Harden in, in the fold and Tyrese Maxey getting an increase in, in play as well, an increase in looks as as well too. And Toby had just under thirty minutes tonight as well. When when James 
Tyrese and Joel putting up a, around 35 minutes. Um, so it it Tobias is getting the, he's starting to feel what is going on right now, what his new role is, and and I thought he did a good job of you know taking those quick release shots. And most of his points came in the fourth quarter again, just like on Sunday where he put up 10 points in that fourth quarter. Tonight it was I believe it was seven points he put up in that fourth quarter. Um, but listen, as long as we're winning, as long as shots are going down, we should not be freaking out what Tobias Harris has been doing because Tob- Tobias Harris is still really. Uh, a big piece of us for our team defensively, especially on those one-on-one defenses. He still he had a he had two blocks here tonight as well, so he's still gonna be a big piece. Matisse Matisse Stiebel Matisse is, he's been hey, listen he's been t- changing my opinion with him. Ten points tonight, four field, two of three from the three point line. He shot and least tonight, ladies and gentlemen. That to me was the number one takeaway from tonight for Matisse Stiebel, but also his runs, his off the ball movement has been great as well. Um, noticing and recognizing when James and, and Joel are on double teams, crashing to the uh, to the bucket. Good things from Matisse Thibel. I want to continue seeing these type of things. If he can put up between 8 and 10 points in 20 minutes, we will take this and he will see significant minutes in the playoffs because there is no reason why he cannot get a significant amount of minutes with how, how special he is defensively. And three blocks here tonight for Matisse Thibel. Two for Joel Abid as well as I forget to mention. And the bench here tonight ladies and gentlemen um <clears throat> uh i mean honestly the bench tonight other than george's niang and danny green nothing really too much to write home about um uh, george's niang put up two threes tonight he was two four from the field that which were all three point shots he was he's figuring out his role as well we need with when you got james harden who's one of the best iso players in the game um and he opens up so much offensively you got joel Embiid. Best center in the league. Yes, I said best center in the league. Um, we got Tyree Smack uh, as a combo guard doing a little bit of everything, shooting, driving, uh, off great off-ball movement as well. Guys like Tobias, guys like Matisse, guys like Georges, guys like Furkin, guys like Danny are going to have to pull up and shoot from the wings, and that's what their role is going to have to be going forward. So if you get the ball, you're open. You got to take the shot. We that has to be the game plan tonight. And I thought Danny Green did that. Danny Green understands that. And at this point, Danny Green with his body, that's all he's going to really freaking do. There's not going to be much driving by Danny Green these days. It's actually pretty funny. Has anyone noticed like his running strides? How funny it is. You could tell he's a little bit older. He's kind of like trying over, trying back and forth between us, uh, between um, end to end. But listen. Danny Green's still going to be very important going on the line with his veteran leadership, and he can still shoot the three. He's still a very smart player. Um, as we go forward through these games, we're going to keep a close eye on Furkan and Shake Milton. They're, those two are expected to battle for that um, that last spot in rotation as four playoffs come around. And Shake Milton won this one tonight, six points. Uh, he was 3-6 from the field. Did not make any three pointers, but it's much better than what Furkan did. Furkan had four minutes, four forty six tonight. Shake had nineteen thirty four, um, and Furky was just got. I mean, first off, the Knicks. It seemed like at one point in the second quarter they were just trying. The game plan was to try to find Furkan Korkmaz attack his ass because he was the weakest defender on the court, and we know he's a defensive liability. And when he's not knocking down shots, that's a problem, and he's going to get benched. And that's exactly what happened. And Shake Millen. Took advantage here tonight um, for that, and I and I and I and I, I just want to like ask something of Sixers fans. Like we've talked about this thoroughly. I don't understand the love for Willie Cauley Stein, but what I do find very interesting and something that I don't understand: Sixers fans 
have been clamoring for Isaiah Joe to get more minutes and get to get some more looks, which to me, to be quite honest with you, there's a reason why he's not getting out there. I, I, I was very high on Isaiah Joe before the season. There's a reason why he's not out there ready for this. Doc does not trust him, but they don't keep that same energy when it comes to the center position. While they're out here clamoring for Willie Cully Stein, I would much rather see Paul Reed or Charles Bassey over Willie Cully Stein. And I'm being dead serious, guys. Willie Cully Stein is old and he's he was serviceable in his early days, but there's not much you're going to get from him these days. You saw a minute here tonight along with Isaiah Joe, but keep the same energy for, for the youngsters. If you guys are dying for Isaiah Joe, which I don't agree, they keep the same energy for Paul Reed or Charles Bassey. When you got Paul Millsap, an undersized center who's old, and you got Willie Cauley-Stein who's an airhead and that is old. I just don't understand that logic, and that that's just me personally, but I digress. You guys have your opinions, and you know it is it, it is what it is, but Look, they, the Sixers, to me, I, I think what, what, I, what I'm most impressed about, this was the first of the three games to start off the James Harden era where the Sixers had to struggle. You know, they were down by 16 in the second quarter. Um, R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle were having games tonight. You know, 24 from Julius, 30 from R.J. R.J. had a great game tonight. And he, he was doing a little bit of everything. Um, knocked three, driving the paint being at the right place at the right time, using that body that he has, that, that big frame that he has as well, that that big uh, that long wingspan that he has too. And the Sixers did struggle with trying to contain those type of dudes. And, and just in general, I, they, the, the, the Knicks just got on a run and the Sixers could not stop the bleeding. But in the second half, I, I like the adjustments they made and they they they, they started to, they, 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 I don't know exactly what Doc did in that second half, but Something clicked with the team, and they just started knocking down some shots, and they started creating turnovers away from the Knicks and putting Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett into tough situations, and that's when they were able to take over the game. Um, but that's what I, I really want to commend the Sixers for being able to turn this game around and take over the uh, the control and the momentum of the game. And I thought that was pretty impressive, uh, to say the least, here for, for the Sixers. So, it, it, again, it, it continues that the excitement continues with this team more and more uh, exciting things. I mean, the big three of the Sixers as well. How are you going to stop these guys when, you know, especially Harden and Joel dangerous on that pick and roll and they continue to ran that here tonight. Um, so many different things that they can do. Pick and pop Joel, you know, popping shots from the foul line or just rolling. We saw the alley, the alley oop game. It really, really didn't see too much tonight but we saw in the previous two games, and that's something that's going to be developed as well. Add something to Joel Embiid's arsenal. And then there's times where Joel is going to take you on one-on-one in the paint, especially if he has a mismatch that he likes. Obviously, struggle with Julius Randle, but with most guys, he's going to take that, and, and he's going to make those shots down in the paint. You got James Harden knocking down three. Step back. We saw a couple of step back threes tonight. Um, and then you got Tyrese Massey just making runs, being, being a smart basketball player, being energetic. Driving to the paint. How do you stop all that speed? That matchup with Alec Burks and, and Tyrese Maxey was fun today. It was fun on Sunday. You guys know me. I still got a lot of love for Alec Burks. He's a lot of fun to watch. Two speedy, shifty uh, point guards or guards, I should say. Um, and that was a fun little matchup, too. And and I, and I think that this team, look, they're going to lose eventually, right? And and I don't think that we should be freaking out that when that happens. But um, it, it's going to be, it's, if you, if the Sixers, if you lose or if you beat the Sixers, it's got to be a night where the guys are just off. They're just knocking down, they're just not knocking down shots and you're taking advantage because 
it is so hard to it, it would be so hard to kind of stop and uh, slow down this team. Uh, what's up, guys? Get some comments here. Um, then, of course, the link is in the chat, guys. If you guys want to come on in, I put the link in the chat. You guys can come on in and let me know your guys' thoughts. So, TikTok, if you guys want to come on in, link the YouTube link is in my bio. You can come on in. Link is in the chat right now. You guys can give me your, your thoughts on tonight's game. We're talking Sixers. We're talking Knicks. What's going on? Welcome to the game recap. Uh, Ted, the uh, the crowd was weak. Yeah, listen, I mean, when you got t uh, tickets that were at one point valued at $100 and now they're like two, dollars $300, there's a certain a group of people that are going to go there. And let, let me, let, let's be 100% let's be real and, and, and clear, uh, crystal clear with one another. People from the main line, people from the burbs of South Jersey, Bucks County, Monco, Delaware County are going to be going to the games. They're going to be sitting into those prime seats where you know, they're just going to be calm watching a game. And it's it's not it's not going to be you know uh, Tommy from from Delco right or or, <laughs> or Buddy from Wolf and Fifteenth like going down there with his hard earned money giving uh, Julius Randle a piece of his mind. Like let's just be one hundred percent honest and 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 listen. I, I don't discriminate. You know, if you're a Sixers fan, you're more than you're, you're you obviously more than more than welcome to go there. But let's just create this. Let's turn this place into a tough place to play. That's what it's been the past couple of years. I just haven't felt that this year. And I thought that Harden coming into town, that would really bring it out on them. And it really hasn't. man. It really hasn't. Maybe the maybe some of the Sixers fans need to take some notes from the Union fans because Union fans would not allow that to happen. I'm telling you, you got to talk all you want. Not allow that to happen. Uh, Nick sell tickets to Philadelphia. Yeah, Joseph, and there was a, some Knicks fans I did see, but there was definitely a lot more Sixers fans. I mean, you guys weren't out buying those tickets from Sixers fans on the on the debut of James Harden. Let's be real, Joseph. Come on, but man, you guys try. I mean, it's it's right there. Like it's we're we're literally two hours apart. It's a quick turnpike drive. It's an easy drive as well. Um, same thing happens like when the Yankees play in Philly, you guys literally take over Citizens Bank Park, and it's freaking ridiculous, but I get it. I get it. Uh, Piscota Anthony, okay. Shouts to you, brother. Uh, Iberly, go out. Hey, listen, Iberly, listen, the thing we got to understand here on this platform, we keep it real. We always try to keep it 100% real, and I, 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 I keep it respectful as well, but that's just kind of how we do it, guys. Kind of how we do it. All right, uh, let's see here. What's up? What's going on? Um, Doc Rivers rotation's got to uh, fix the better rotations to play a competitive game. Um, that's another point I wanted to bring up as well. Thank you so much for that, Ryan. Um, the rotations w were a lot today. I mean, we saw the same lineup with the, that shooting lineup again. James Harden with Danny Green, uh, George's Niang, Paul Millsap was the center, Ferk Kent Korkmaz out there as well. A, you know, a, a shooting eccentrics lineup. The thing is, is that, you know, a lot of people were getting upset. Like, why is Furkan still out there? Uh, why isn't Joel out there? You know, not understanding kind of the matchups and, and the rotation. But you guys got to understand that, Doc, this is his third game playing with James Harden in this lineup. He's got to try different things. He's going to try different things. Uh, he's got to see what he has. He's got to see exactly what he has. And remember, remember, guys like Shake, guys like Furkie are fighting for minutes with this team and, and to be still part of the rotation. Um, so you're going to see different looks out there. And now I would start freaking out come playoff time if he starts putting out Furkan and Shake for more than 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? So it, don't 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 freak out, guys. This is normal. 
we still got to figure out what this team looks like with James Harden completely. Obviously, we have some sort of a picture, but we still don't know the full uh, story yet. So that that's going to take some time, guys. Uh, great win by the Sixers. Sixers are three zero with James. Believe that guy. Would you believe that? I believe uh, the James Harden, Joel, Tyrese Maxey uh, trio are having have, uh, have scored or averaged eighty five points a game. If I'm not mistaken, if I saw that correctly, uh, it's it's really remarkable what they're putting up. And just Tyrese Maxey alone, we keep talking about how much he has been benefiting from James Harden here. He's like averaging like 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 close to twenty five points a game since James Harden has been here. I think he was just under 20 points. It's remarkable the improvement he has had. And it's crazy what a point guard can do for this team. It's 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 absolutely wild what that can do. And I was talking to my girl's brother as I was watching this game. And I remember my time uh, going to the Sixers games during the process years. It was a lot more emptier than what it is now. Let's put it that way. But I remember the one game, I think it was against the Brooklyn Nets, and we were both pretty bad. And I had a, a a drunk fan sitting in the row behind me, and he just just wanted to have his voice heard, like one of those fans. And, and I remember he kept screaming at the at the court, like, "Yo, Sixers, we need a point guard. We're not gonna be a good team until we have a point guard." And the irony was, I think that game was like 2014, and we didn't get a point guard until a real point guard, not Ben Simmons. Yes, I'm going there until 2022. The irony, the absolute irony. But hey, I'll take it, man. Uh, Joel Embiid has a step up and stay aggressive in the second half. Dude, he he was he, he set the tone in the second half with those threes that he was hitting. The uh, the, the four point play in the beginning of the, the third quarter, he really set the tone for this team, man. Uh, James Harden playing like a lead scoring point, uh, twenty seven points, nine boards, nine assists. He's an elite scorer, man. That's what he does. He's an elite scorer in this league, and. Uh, we're gonna get more of this, man. We're almost a triple double, like you just put out there as well. But uh, he's a he's gonna be a future Hall of Famer, and him playing with Joel Embiid, this is everything that that James Harden has has worked up to to play with a player like a Joel Embiid. This isn't like the Oklahoma City days with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. This is the player that complements James Harden better than any player he's played with in his NBA career, man. And this is just a lot of freaking fun, man. A lot of freaking fun. Uh, Tyrese Max is the best duo together uh, while playing with Joel Embiid and James Harden can bring an NBA championship finals. Parents, man, it's it's the big three, as they say, man. It is the big three. Uh, Tobias Harris seems like a struggling game since he hasn't didn't develop enough easy shots to make an impact. Um, uh, Sunday, everyone was killing him for his points. He, I think his struggles was him trying to figure out how how to play with these guys, and then he got into some foul troubles, and he, he, he got some calls that weren't going his way in that game. He was battling with the refs, and then he, he eventually figured it out. And today, um, I, I, I mean, look, everyone was kind of struggling in that first half. It wasn't just Tobias Harris. It really Toby when everyone else struggling. Once everyone got in the rhythm, Toby, I, I, feel, I really feel like Toby started figuring out his role today. He's He's got to be that player. Where you catch the ball and shoot, that type of guy, you know, he's got to make quick decisions, and that's really hasn't been his game. Um, but being able to find uh, those mismatches as well, he's got to be able to find too. I think there was times in the in that uh, third, fourth quarter where Alec Burks, someone like Alec Burks, was defending him. I think Emmanuel quickly went on him as well. He's going to take advantage of that. Heck, I, I love that Obi Topin matchup for him. That would really challenge him, and he, I think he did a good job, and he answered the the call against Obi Topin, a much a bigger defender on him as well. But uh, Tobias is going to be okay, guys. I don't think everyone, I don't think, I don't think people should be freaking out about Tobias Harris. 
Um, obviously, today ESPN was broadcasting this game again. Uh, the national broadcast is just they really want to push this big three for the Sixers and how does Tobias Harris fit in this? And, and Tobias Harris is the real third piece in this. And look, for Tobias Harris and just in general, like the big three stuff, I don't care about. I really don't. Because I'll tell you what, guys, there will be times this Tobias Harris will be that third scorer. I really do think that could happen. Um, and, and it's it's just, this is a team game. This is a team sport. And it's going to it's gonna eventually happen, man. Um, T. by great creativity, great defensive intensity. He always brings that intensity defensively, man. And I think he he played smart. I would say I would say he played smart on the offensive side on the offensive uh, side of the court, brother, for sure. Isaiah Joe Willie Close, I need to uh, have enough playing time. Disagree, man. Um, I disagree, Ryan. Um, if they were good enough to get on the court, they would they would be there by now. Um, and, I, and like I just stated, man, uh, Willie Close Stein is older. He's not what you guys think he is, and Isaiah Joe is just young. I just don't think he's ready for this. I, I really don't, um, and, I, and I think I think we'll be okay, man. Uh, Jaden Springer could he be? In the, um, Jaden Springer is with Delaware. Um, he's a two-way player, and there's just no way you're bringing him up. I, I, I would much rather see Isaiah Joe over Jaden Springer. That's just just not going to happen, man. Uh, what's going on right now? What's happening? It's good seeing you in here, man. Uh, we got some Knicks fans. Welcome, welcome, man. Uh no, uh big Aztec no the the Knicks just keep losing to the Sixers please we 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 really appreciate that here man uh man uh, big sec have you did you have you seen James Harden he's he's not the same Brooklyn James Harden man he's just just take a picture just just look up the Sixers and James Harden I think you're you're off put with that one man uh Ted good point I was discussed uh DeAndre Jordan as well I appreciate it Ted um so obviously it appears that. Uh, DeAndre Jordan to the Sixers is probably going to happen. Um, again, Willie Colleystone isn't what you guys thought he was. And I don't think DeAndre Jordan is much of an improvement either. But look, you, I think what the team wants is a veteran guy. And, and you can never have enough veteran voices in that locker room. He obviously has a familiarity with Doc Rivers. And oh, by the way, he did play for the Brooklyn Nets last year. So that also helps too. But no, he also brings a little bit of that athleticism. That the, the alley oop game is something that is is James Harden loves to do, and obviously DeAndre Jordan does, and um, it'd be great for that rotation. But again, I'm not going to get too crazy over DeAndre Jordan. We're talking about a veteran, older center, so I don't. I'm not going to get myself all worked up over DeAndre Jordan. But it's definitely worth a look. I, I was not sold on Willie Cauley Stein when we signed him. I'm still not sold on Willie Cauley Stein. Paul Millsap, that height is going to kill him. It, he doesn't have the same athleticism that he had in, the young, in his younger days, so that's that's a tough sell as well. Man, again, Paul Reed and Charles Bassey just aren't ready for this moment. We're talking about playoffs, guys. We're not talking about regular season. Those type of players usually don't get those type of minutes in the playoffs, so we're going to have to find someone, man. We're definitely going to have to find someone. Uh, we got a superhero, man. I'm John, Philly's superhero. Check me out. I'll definitely check that out. Thanks for the follow, brother. Thanks. Welcome on in, man. Go go Philly Sports, John Official. Go Philly Sports. Um, just someone to get rebounds in it when it be Yeah, dude, Chad, that was a really big struggle. Um, and that's why I really didn't care for that small ball lineup with Paul Millsap and George's Niang with Danny Green and Furkan Korkmaz and James Harden. Where are the boards? And you got a uh, Jericho Sims and you got a, a, a Mitchell Robinson out there. Even guys like Todd Gibson or Obi Topin or Julius Randle can go out and get some boards. 
And that's something that the Sixers struggle with when Joel Embiid's not on the court. Uh, so you got to get someone that's going to be able to get those boards and going to have some height because obviously Paul Millsap, man, he he always he can tend to struggle with that as well, man. Tend to struggle with that. Um, uh, Big Sack, uh, we actually just discussed the Knicks. We so this is the game recap. We do these after every Philly sport, not just the Sixers. We do for the Flyers, do this for the Eagles. We'll do this for the Phillies whenever that lockout ends. We'll also do this for the Philadelphia Union. We are a five for five channel here. We talk all five Philly sports teams. Um, so if you want big stack, uh, big task, I'm thinking I'm saying your name wrong. I apologize. Um, this is going to be uh, available to watch again right after this broadcast. And we also do broadcast these through podcast form. Uh, so you can find it under uh, Apple, Google and Spotify. You name it. You can find it in podcast form if you prefer that. Um, and if you are a Giants fan, if you are a, a, a Rangers fan, I, mean, I don't know. I, obviously, New York's got a lot of teams there. NYCFC, whatever it may be. We definitely, when we play them, we'll, we'll we'll definitely talk about that. So definitely, if you uh want to get the Philly perspective on your New York teams, definitely check it out. But we did talk about your New York Knicks there, man. We did. We did. We talked about that on Sunday as well. We did it all. Um, all right, guys, we got to go. We're three minutes over. But guys, seriously, thank you so much for tuning on in. Big win here for the Philadelphia 76ers, a 123-108. Uh, it's ironic enough, we won 125-109 to 109 Sunday. So not too far off in the scoring. Uh, between Sunday and today. So great stuff there. But next up for the Sixers, we'll be back on Friday. Reminder, guys, I am done for the week. Uh, tomorrow, I'm heading to Maine right after uh, right after 5 o'clock. I'll be heading straight to Maine. Um, so there will, won't be any recaps for the Sixers, the Flyers, or the Union this weekend. Um, we'll be back at it on Monday. I believe the Flyers play on Monday. I'll double check. Uh, but uh, you guys, uh, thank you so much for supporting. Thank you so much for tuning in as well, guys. Uh, we'll be back at it on Monday, recapping everything. Uh, make sure you, if you guys are on YouTube and Twitter, make sure you guys are following TikTok. TikTok will probably be the main source of content for me this weekend. I'm taking a little bit of vacation. I'm so excited. I'm going to stuff myself with lobster rolls. I'm going to have as much craft beer and, and bourbon that I can have and I can handle. So uh, I, I will be a little occupied. But make sure you guys are following on TikTok. That's probably the place I'll be posting uh, most of the content as well. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning on in. Uh, make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe for more Philly sports. And, of course, I go my name, El Parcero Philly, and I am telling you guys, let's go Sixers. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>